Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the John Albatross Show, and it's no longer anchor sodes. We are back to episodes, but we're not going to do episode just a no episode twenty three. This is episode twenty three. Had the five anchor episode anchor sodes. Had the Thanksgiving special, but uh, this is episode twenty three. That's what it would be in the. Actually, episode, or if you want to count the Thanksgiving special, <clears throat> I might even count the Thanksgiving special. Episode 23. Chronologically, this is episode 23 of the John Albatross Show. And uh, I guess if you want, we can call it the Super Fantastic Easter special, but we're not going to do that. So it's episode 23. And, uh,. We got some shit to talk about. So, the Johnny Albatross show starts now. Alright. <clears throat> so, a lot of stuff has uh, come up this week. Uh, we'll start off. I got Far Cry 5 for the PlayStation 4. Excellent game. I think it's one of the best in the series, but a big problem with it, I've noticed, is that, so the premise is the game, of the game is you're a deputy who in the beginning, there's a doomsday cult that's running, it's basically taking over a county, a fictitious county in Montana called Hope County. And your job is basically the, the cult tried to kill you, you escaped, and you're helping the townsfolk take the town, the people in the county take the county back from the cult. And uh, the big sky country, country of Montana looks great, plays great, so it has a great premise, but... It's getting good reviews, but I think it would be getting better reviews. A lot of people are just really, like, especially right now with the situation America's in, they're just really scared to fucking give it a good review. Because, essentially, it's a far-right Christian fucking cult. They're armed to the teeth. They're stealing every up everybody's land. And a lot of people are just, oh, it's fucking politically motivated because Trump is there. So, <clears throat> first off, let me just say, with Donald Trump and Far Cry 5, Far Cry 4 came out in late 2014. And... They basically announced, "Hey, we're going to get into a, another develop. We're going to get into development for Far Cry. These games take a long time. So even before Trump announced his candidacy and his Make America Great Again bullshit, this game was in development. So they had the story planned out. This had nothing to do with Trump. It just it was bad timing, and I think that's what the game's suffering from right now with the reviews is bad timing." But all that aside, the game's great. 
great mechanics. There's a couple bad hokey act voice actors in there. But the villain again, they, they they're fucking doing great with the last three Far Cries. One of my favorite series. Far Cry 3 had Voss, great villain. Far Cry 4 had P Pagan Men, another great villain. Just fucking great. Um, this guy, what's his name? Uh, Joseph Seed. He's the, the father. It's, it's about a cult. Another great uh, selection for the villain. But the thing that gets me about it is there were so many fucking people. And this really pissed me off. <clears throat> They didn't like the fact that it was a predominantly fucking white, rural fucking cult. And they were having petitions make the fucking people of Far Cry, make Ubisoft, make these uh, like gang members selling drugs from the inner city. It's like, dude, fuck you, man. J just go with it. It's a video game. First off, if there was a cult, no cults are fucking taking over whole fucking towns, whole counties like that. Maybe they could do a town, but like a whole county? No way. But I digress. The game is good. Definitely go out and play the game. A lot of value. If you're going to spend $60 on a game, this is the game to spend $60 on. It's got multiplayer, and the multiplayer, it's got a Far Cry Arcade. Like, all the levels are a sandbox, so you basically, the people create the levels, and you can create the levels yourself. And, um, you know, stick it in some fucking asshole's crawl who calls everybody a fucking snowflake, and how fucking millennials are pieces of shit and all that, and how fucking, I don't know. Fuck it, just buy the game. It's it's worth buying. Definitely would buy it. I fucking enjoy it. 100%. Probably one of the best Far Cries I've played. And I've played a lot of them. I've played at least six of them. This one is definitely worth picking up. Go pick it up. It's available on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. There you go, Ubisoft. You just got a free plug from Johnny Albatross. Keep making games like that and you'll get another one. Now another thing I want to get into. Uh, this week we had something uh, with those kids from uh, Parkland, Florida. <clears throat> they had this march called the March for Our Lives. It was like a walkout and they had walkouts and all that. And uh, I gotta say... I have mixed feelings about this. I really, really do. I think it's great that they did it. And they're finally standing up and they're doing all this great stuff. But, and a lot's getting done. And these kids are, they see, and this is great, and this is another great thing that a lot of kids their age, they now see, and they're going to be voting. Like, a lot of seniors are going to see this, and they're going to be voting, and they're going to vote people out. All of us have been really bad. And I love the fact that they're doing it. Good for those kids. Fantastic. Absolutely. Like, I applaud them. I really do applaud them.
have nothing against the kids. I applaud them. I'm all for them, what they're doing. Great job, kids. Bang up job. The one thing that really pisses me off about this, though, and I'm, I gotta say it, is that when <clears throat> I'm 33 years old, when there was kids our age, we staged walkouts about just stuff like real, like teachers that were really like it, it's just, and we we staged walkouts and all that, and I know a lot of kids were just that, but. You know, we were labeled as troublemakers. We're trying to, you know, cause stuff. And, hey, these guys are really sticking it up a lot of kids' asses. And there's people that were doing bad stuff, just horrible things in school. And we wanted to like, hey, man, we got to stand up against this. We were labeled as troublemakers. And the media is calling these kids... You're so courageous. I mean, I understand that they went through a fucking tragedy. Jesus Christ, nobody should ever have to go through that. But what a difference 20 years makes, right? Like I said, all for it. Kids are doing good. But fuck the media for saying that. Like, when kids have been doing this for, Christ, years, and they weren't they were just basically told that they were assholes, they were nothing but troublemakers, you stay away from them kids, and I just, I don't appreciate that, not against the kids, I'm all for what the kids are doing, but the media, you have a double standard, and that really pisses me off, and my generation, probably, it's probably for my generation too, it's not that fucking cool, we really, we really got the fucking short end of the stick on that one, but good for what the kids are doing, Hopefully now we can get some change and we can all work together. You see, I'm a millennial <clears throat> and the Gen Xers are kind of like, they're doing their thing and they really don't give a fuck, honestly. They're so apathetic and then they fucking blame a lot of other people. But maybe the millennials and this generation, the offspring of the Gen Xers who eat the Tide Pods, not the millennials, we can work together and we can... Uh, we could figure this shit out. Now for my main thing I'm going to talk about today. And I'm really just like, I'm a Democrat. I'm going to talk about the Democratic Party. Because <clears throat> I saw something today that was... Oh, it, it just, again fucking double standards and what the Democrats do. Now, in 2016, Bernie Sanders was basically running against Hillary Clinton. It was a tight race. And from Pennsylvania, I'll tell you, I voted for Bernie Sanders. And we... The Democratic Party has something called superdelegates, whatever the fuck they are. Nobody really understands how they how they work. Like, you can be a superdelegate, and you can... Basically, you can vote for a superdelegate, so it'll get your people, uh, your candidate that you want, more votes. So they can get the nomination for the presidency. 
So obviously it was Obama in 2012. And I thought he did a great job, and I thought he was doing a great job. So nobody was going to run, especially the Democrats. Who the fuck was going to run against him? But it was his second term, and he's out. So... What do we have now? We had Bernie Sanders, the 74-year-old from Vermont, versus Hillary Clinton, a 68-year-old woman from, I don't know, she's from Chicago, she's from New York, she's lived in New York, she ran as the senator for New York at, at one point because they had residency in New York, like, fucking just, and she won. It was it was really fucking weird with her with that, like there was so much shit going on. It it wasn't even fucking cool. I didn't like it. It sounded fucking really weird to me. I was like, hey, wait a minute. She's married to Bill Clinton, who was from Arkansas, but she's from Chicago, and she's running for senator of New York. So she was living in D.C with Bill, because she was the first lady, or no, no, I think this may have been after, or it was around that time, but at some point she established some sort of residency in Chicago, or New York, and I didn't understand it, I didn't fucking really, you know, think Hillary was that great, but I digress. So the point I was getting at with that, <clears throat> is that... Bernie Sanders, you vo I voted for Bernie Sanders, and then we got these things called the superdelegates in the Democratic Party. So, whatever, then they got delegates, in, but superdelegates, I don't know how the Republican thing works, but the Democratic Party, you have superdelegates, and there you had to vote for 10 superdelegates. So, I voted for Bernie Sanders, he got my vote. And I voted for every super delegate that Bernie Sanders was for. That, or that was for Bernie Sanders. There was only four, and you had to vote for ten. So I had to pick fucking six fucking super delegates for crooked Hillary. And I was like, you know, this is really fucking bad. I fucking didn't like it. It was really fucking foul. And they went with fucking Hillary Clinton. Now, Hillary won the popular vote against fucking Donald Trump, but why the hell? Like, Bernie Sanders was beating every single candidate. The people wanted Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders fucking was killing it, and you didn't even give the guy a chance. He was raising so much money on his own. He didn't get fucking donors. Like, he basically did the unheard of. It's... He got more money, like, from private donations than Obama. And the people wanted him. And all I heard was, he's too old. Okay, fucking Donald Trump was 70 at the time. Hillary Clinton was 68. How much fucking, like... The guy probably didn't want to run for president either. He did because he felt that, hey, you know, the nation needs it now at this point. Basically like Obama. I'm sure Obama didn't really want to run. He's like, they were like, yeah, well, it's like everybody, we need you to run, please. You're our only fucking hope. That was what I feel Bernie Sanders was. 
But, again, it, it was so stacked against Bernie Sanders. It was so stacked against him. It was a fucking disgrace. And Hillary wound up getting uh, the nomination. And Trump managed to crack the blue wall with fucking lies because nobody wrote... Essentially, I know a lot of people that voted for Trump, and it's like, I'm like, well, you're an idiot for doing it, but fuck it, whatever. Don't make the same mistake next time. And it was just two fucking really bad candidates, and at this point, they just wanted to see the fucking world burn. And it was fucking horrible. And obviously, Trump won, and the Democratic Party... You thought they would learn. They still have a time to learn. And they'll, they'll get it eventually. But in Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania House of Representatives. That's basically their their version of the Congress. Because that's what the Congress is. It's the House of Representatives and the Senate. So the Pennsylvania House of Representatives in Philadelphia. Is running this guy. And... The commercial came on. And I'm going to tell you this. Girl, let me tell you something. It was one of the most disgusting displays I've ever seen. It was this guy. I'm not going to even say his name because I don't even want... It's a primary, so he's going up against somebody else. I really hope the fucking other person, this young girl who's 24 years old, she'll be 25, so she'll be able to technically run. I hope she fucking beats this guy. But I'll give you a thing about the commercial. He's a union man. He woke up. He's leaving his house at 6.30 a.m. His house in Mayfair, northeast Philly. Remember the people that were on suicide watch because they wanted McGregor to be... They thought legitimately that McGregor was going to beat Mayweather. Did that... Go back to what I th- whatever episode it was. I think it was... I forget what episode it was, but Brian Brewington, great episode. But this guy's from there. And then he's talking about, like, he's going out with his family to fucking breakfast on Sundays. Like, he's driving a Ford F-150, putting his hard hat and his, like, lunch in the bed. It's like, yeah, I gotta go to work in the morning. I work every day. He's a union guy. And I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous. And yeah, he had on his fucking, in the morning too, when he was leaving, he had on his like flannel shirt and jeans, and he had on one of his reflective fucking OSHA certified vests, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the fuck, running for state representative, then I'm like, wow, that was just a really fucking shameful fucking insulting commercial, because I'll be the first to tell you too, fucking... Me and my buddy were talking about this. He's a union guy. I was like, Dave is a union guy. I'm just any of my union buddies. When's the last time you fucking went up to the job? But 
you left your house at 6.30 to get to the job. And he said, and fucking one of the best things he said about this. Yeah, you know what? He can leave his house at 6.30. He's not going to find parking. Because by the time he leaves his house, everybody's already have been working for 45 minutes. So, there you go. Strike one against trying to get this fucking guy and believe that fucking bullshit. Even when I was on the truck, there was times where I had to wake up at fucking 3.30 or 3.15, 3.20 a.m., just to get to work, because I had to be at work by 4, 4.15. So tell me about, yeah, union guys are going to fucking work at fucking... They're leaving their house at 6.30 in the morning. Fucking it. Bullshit. And then I dug up a little bit more on the guy. <clears throat> this guy owned property, or I don't know if he owned the property, or... Something bullshit. He was like a fucking real estate fucking thing with three other guys. And they had this bar called Cat. I'm, I'm not even going to tell you the name of the bar because I really don't want you to fucking research it. It's just a fucking disgrace. I'm not going to tell you his name. I'm not going to tell you what the fucking name is. I was, almost told you what the name of the bar was. But <clears throat> there was a bar and it made a fucking... They had shirts made... And it was basically, first off, it was trademark infringement. But they made a racist remark on there against black people. And a lot of people were saying, no, 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 it's not that. First off, fuck you, Mayfair. We know how you are. You're not fucking slick. We know how it is in Mayfair. We know you're not fucking slick. Cut the shit. We knew the deal. But, he definitely said that, and then he's like backing away from it, and now it's coming back to haunt him. Now, if you didn't like, first off, the commercial was fucking complete horse shit, and I fucking thought the commercial was insulting. But, this was, this took the cake, man. This was just a fucking disgrace that this even happened. But, this is the fucking... This is what we've come to. We've come to the fact that the Democratic Party doesn't give a shit anymore about anything but fucking donors. Like, they're putting candidates out there that aren't likable fucking candidates. Like, this guy is not a likable candidate. He ran a fucking bar in Mayfair that basically, it wasn't the worst of them, but... I know a dude who was a bouncer, he was a Puerto Rican dude, but, and he said he hated his fucking job. He's like, dude, I got to discriminate against people. He's like, we can't let fucking that many fucking blacks or Hispanics in there. These guys are, it's fucking Irish guys that are just going out to get fucking laid. And that's the whole point. It's like, they're not coming out here for that. So we can only let a couple and they tell me that. And, and uh, not that I was a big fan of the Mayfair fucking bar scene anyway, but but you knew that was the case anyway. We just knew had confirmation at that point. <clears throat> but yeah, you had a fucking racist Irish, and he was Irish, 
and it's a predominantly Irish area, and Philadelphia is a predominantly Irish area. It's probably the most concentrated Irish community within the metropolitan area. Delaware Valley is next to Boston. Boston is only only Boston is the only one higher. But they got a candidate. He's Irish. He's a union worker. He owned a bar in the neighborhood at some point that got shut down. But they didn't even fucking like think to even and now it came out why, and it's like, people didn't even think that, like, this guy is not a good fucking, and the reason I'm getting into this is because I've been dabbling with the fucking notion that I might run for political office one of these days. I'm 33 years old. I just, I feel that there's, I've got ideas that are better than what's going on out there, and this is what they want. They said, you know what, you're too, you're an unknown name. I was like, well, that's not hard to fucking not do. Like, you can make yourself known. But, yeah, you're an unknown name. And, like, this guy's a known name. Like, you're, you're just pulling some guy off, the, basically some guy out of your ass. And he's got some sort of fucking money involved with it. And it's like, it's bullshit, man. And at some point, I am going to wind up running for office. I just know I am. I'm going to fucking throw my name in the hat at some point in some time, whether I do it with the Democratic Party or if I fucking just go full-on independent and fucking go in the streets and standing on a soapbox to get my fucking point out there. But this is what we've come to. They don't care. You've failed from this. You failed miserably. You lost to Donald Trump, the biggest asshole. I know that's just my opinion. That's not even really my opinion, dude. You ask Atlantic City. You ask New Jersey. You ask New York. Philadelphia, he wanted to get a casino. He wanted the taxpayers to basically pay for his casino, and that's why he got turned down. But... You think you would learn from that. And you wouldn't tell somebody, you know, if somebody like me, who worked as an EMT, serves his community working in a hospital, and there's people, who oh, you're getting paid, so you're not really serving the community. Well, does political people get paid? Do political uh, office holders get paid? Do policemen get paid? Do the firefighters in Philadelphia get paid? Yeah, they do. Shut the fuck up. They serve their community, too. But, yeah, just, like, serving my community, doing this. You know, charismatic, young charismatic with new ideas. Why would you not want to push somebody like that? And it doesn't have to just be me. I'm sure there's, like, fucking 50 other fucking people out there that are just like me that want to do that, too. You need more young blood in there, and you need people that aren't fucking scumbags And you need people that aren't like, I don't know. It's just, the Democratic Party, they're not going to learn. I hope they get it together by 2020. Like, basically, you're only winning these midterms now and, like, these special elections 
where you're base you're either losing them by a little bit or you're winning them by a little bit is because the Republican Party has gotten so big with Trump and the people just don't care about it. But you need to get your shit together, Democratic Party. I don't know, like I'm still dabbling. I still have a lot I kinda wanna do. There might be something in my life that's holding me back from doing this. Not gonna say what it is, but You know, keep, I, <clears throat> I believe at some point that I will run for office. I just don't know when it's going to be. Because really, and like I said, if I'm not going to go on the Democratic ticket, I'll have to go as an independent. All right. All right, so this has been the John Albatross Show, episode 23. 23. Didn't think I would get this many episodes, but, yep, it's it's happened. It's happening, sweetheart. So, until next time, this is John Albatross signing out. Peace.